Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait?
from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose the most I your theater Two sides to choose from You got to choose one Who you gonna choose Who you gonna choose Got to choose Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today Alright, alright, alright You gonna learn today All right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom to the 12 tribes worldwide, to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zebulon, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Ashton, Valley, and Issachar. Shalom, 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 shalom to the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans, those people whose fathers are of Negroid, so-called Native American, and, and Hispanic descent, shalom, shalom, shalom. Uh, you've reached another episode of Bible Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Bible Talk comes to you um, live every Monday through Thursday from 10, 10 a.m. to about 12 noon uh, Central Standard Time. And then we come back again on Friday nights uh, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, with uh, Final Bible Breakdowns with the Brother Barnabas. My name is Mashaba. Again, I'd like to uh, welcome you to our show. Uh, today, I will be your host today. Usually on Thursdays, um, the Brother Taz Paul would, would be hosting uh, uh, one of his classes, one of the segments that he does called For Your Information, where uh, he gets uh, questions uh, from, from all over, and then he, he takes those questions, and he really does an in-depth study and research, uh, and then on Thursdays he brings out the information to make sure that, you know, it's thorough and uh, that he's given the right message, bring, uh, that it's, it's God's message. He really does a great job with that. Uh, usually that happens on Thursdays for those that are uh, uh, expecting to hear his voice today. But as you as you might know or be aware of, um, his stepson's murder trial happened, is actually taking place right now. So that's where he's at. All right. Uh, he announced that on Tuesday, Tuesday night when uh, he, he when he did his show uh, for Tuzpah Tuesdays. Uh, but yeah, today today is, he, he's still at the murder trial of his stepson uh, Elijah. All right. So uh, I'm going to ask everybody, please, make sure you please send up prayers uh, for him uh, and for Elijah's mother, Lavia, um, uh, and for, for the whole family. Um, it, 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 it's traumatic. It, 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 it's something else, you know. So uh, uh, we please uh, uh, send up your prayers for the brother Tazapa and his family as they're going through a real uh, trying and afflicting time right now. All right. Uh, and I'm sure he's going to fill us in on the results of the trial and, and everything that happens. But uh, right now, he, he, just, he couldn't make it today, all right? He, he couldn't make it today. With that being said, uh, I, uh, again, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to, uh, to our show. Uh, if you missed any one of our shows uh, and want to go back and, 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 and catch up, or if you want to listen to the live show, let me continue with the live shows. If you'd like to listen to our show when, when they're airing live, um, not only can you call in at area code 646, Six six eight two five six eight to listen live, uh, you know, through, through your phone or what have you. But if you if you prefer to go through your web browser, uh, you know, your phone, your laptop, your um, uh, desktop or tablet, uh, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com. All right, that's www.blogtalkradio.com. Once you pull the site up, 
Go to the search box and type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and boom. Our episode page comes up, and uh, if the show is on live, you'll see a red box that says on air, and you have like the little play button triangle. Hit that, and you'll be able to listen to the show live uh, through your web browser, uh, which, you know, which is convenient for a lot of people. The only thing is when you, when, you call in, when you log in live on the web browser, if our show happens to go over two hours, because right now we, we have um, a two-hour time limit uh, for, for what we're paying for, we have a two-hour time limit. So uh, if the show happens to go over, the class happens to go over the two-hour mark, if you're listening in from the web browser, uh, it's going to cut off at that two-hour mark uh, in case it goes over. But you can always come back um, right after the show uh, to com. Again, uh, search box for Shaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and the, the, the show in its entirety will be in our library. Uh, going all the way back to February 10th, uh, February 28th, 2010, all of our shows are there for, uh, for your convenience, for your study, for your, for your critique even. They're, they're there. Um, so if you missed any part of the show, any part of the class, is, is there for you, uh, available for you to go back and be able to listen to. You can also catch our recorded shows, right, the, our last 300 recorded shows um, in, a, in the library vaults on Google Podcasts, on iHeartRadio Podcast, on Apple iTunes Podcast, and also Podcast Addict, all right, uh, where all of our, uh, where the last 300 shows are kept uh, in those vaults, in those libraries, and either one of those platforms. So if you missed any, any one of our past 300 shows, uh, you can still go back there to any one of those platforms uh, and just put, type in, uh, do a search for ISBHPK Bible Talk, ISBHPK Bible Talk, and you got us. We're, it's all right there for your convenience, all right? So we ask, you know, that's one way to keep up, keep up with us as we go through our shows, go through our series, in case you haven't missed anything, all right, in case you haven't missed anything. Um, with that being said, uh, the uh, uh, Bible Talk, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and change the name, we are definitely connected with, I'm getting a text in. Let me see what's happening. Make sure. I just got a text in. Pull my text messages up, y'all. Pull my text messages up. Let me see here. All right, cool, cool. Brother, Brother Devin, uh, all right, I see the thumbs up. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, we are connected. Uh, the uh, I, uh, Bible Talk is connected uh, with the school here in San Antonio, uh, which is called the Sport of Truth, uh, which is located at 4444 Walsham, street number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. If you happen to be in the San Antonio area, we invite you to please uh, come and check our class uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, starting from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then join us for Sabbath class every Saturday, uh, starting at 10 a.m. If you happen to be in the San Antonio area, come and check us out. Right? Come and check us out. Uh, if you can't actually make it to class, you can always view the, uh, the classes live uh, on ISBHBK San Antonio on YouTube. Again, that's uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then Sabbath class on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Brother, sisters, I'm going to tell you right now, um, if you really want to get uh, uh, a clear, some clarity, about the history of Israelites and, and uh, uh, Bible chronology, 
uh, you might want to tune in or, or join the class on Saturdays where the Brother Warner Iyer is really, uh, uh, really doing some incredible research and some incredible teaching um, about events that happen. He, he's connecting like the events that happen, uh, the chronology, I'm going to say it like that. He's really connecting the chronology of, 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 of the Israelites, of what we was going through, and he's, he's connecting like the, uh, the chronology in Kings with the chronology in, in, in Chronicles, which matches the, the chronology with Isaiah, and also bringing in the chronology um, of the Josephus, and he also adds, uh, you know, geography and, and atlases to really make a, a, a complete picture of, of the events that was, that was happening with our people uh, through the Bible uh, in, in the past. It really is a great class. Uh, it really is a great class. So uh, on, on Saturdays, uh, please check out, uh, uh, tune into the live class uh, on, on Saturdays with the Brother Warner Iron and, and, the, and the teachers uh, here at the Sword of Truth. It's a great class. Right? It is a great class. You, do your favor. Check it out. Right? If, you, if, if, if you have a problem with history and you have a problem with connecting the dots and it's, it's just kind of just being a, a mystery to you, tune into the show. He, he, he does an excellent job of painting a picture uh, on, on the simplest of levels, if, on, um, the easiest to understand levels to, to really make it enjoyable and make it vivid to where it can actually really be seen. So on Saturdays for the Sabbath class, again, that's starting at 10 a.m., uh, you can view that live, again, at, w, at uh, ISBHBK uh, San Antonio on YouTube. All right. Um, for our classes in Houston, Norfolk, and in Rochester, New York, there's the, the stream of wisdom. And they just uh, recently had a name change. Um, our school in Houston, if you happen to be in the Houston area, uh, we ask, uh, please check out 231, Evan Road 1092, and Stafford, Texas, 77477, being the address there. And they also have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as well. And they have a Sabbath class on Saturdays um, as well. On Mondays and Wednesdays, classes are from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Fridays, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. And then coming back on Saturdays, the Sabbath, class starts at 10 a.m. Again, all these times being Central Standard Times. If you have any questions or like to contact our school in, in, uh, in the uh, Houston area, please contact Priest Quartazat at area code 303-557-8979. For our school in Norfolk, Nova Virginia. Uh, if you haven't been in Nova Virginia area, uh, the school is located at 2016 Granby Street, Nova Virginia, 23517, the address there. Um, and they have classes every uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, if you'd like to, um, if you can join them live there at class. If not, you can uh, check, catch them on Facebook on Tuesdays and Thursdays under uh, SOW, the Stream of, Stream of Wisdom, uh, Nova Virginia, on Facebook Live, and that's from, uh, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and then on Fridays on YouTube at uh, SOW Norfolk, Virginia, uh, uh, every Friday, again, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., and then catch them for the Sabbath ceremony uh, every Saturday starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on uh, SOW uh, Norfolk uh, YouTube channel as well. For, if you happen to be in the Rochester, New York area, I'd like to join, join us for class in, in that area, if you happen to be up there. Uh, the school is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, street number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606, being the address there. 
and they have classes every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. On Tuesday and Thursdays, you can catch them on YouTube at uh, SOW Rochester, uh, New York, um, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they also have Saturday class every Saturday, again, also starting at 10 a.m., all right? So we invite you, uh, please check out any of our schools, visit our schools, um, and come and check out and see what's going on. All right, come and check out and see what's going on. And if you'd like to give some support to help our schools continue to grow and teach and push this word, um, we have different businesses uh, that have been established to help keep, keep the, the school rents going uh, and help, uh, help keep us producing the, the YouTube channels and, and, and everything. Uh, in San Antonio, if you happen to be in the San Antonio area, uh, uh, we ask you to please um, uh, 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 be a patron of, of our, our businesses in Rolling Oaks Mall at uh, Eastern Fragrances and On The Mark Moving. Eastern Fragrances uh, provides designer uh, cologne or perfume uh, fragrances. That's the actual oil that you find in your perfumes and colognes, but without the, uh, the alcohol and without the water. It, it's concentrated, and it, it is the actual oil that's used in uh, your perfumes and your colognes. Uh, please check them out. Uh, Eastern Fragrances, they, they can custom, custom design you a mix uh, to fix whatever mood or whatever you have going on for men and for women, um, as well as uh, incense oils uh, that you can burn to keep the, the house smelling good, uh, the apartment smelling good, or even for your car. You need to keep the car smelling good. Check out Eastern Fragrances, located at Villanova Mall, on the first floor of the mall, right in front of the store called Shoe Palace. Uh, the kiosk is, is in between the Great American Cook Company and uh, the elevators going up to the food court. The kiosk is right there in the middle. It's called Easter Fragrances. Please check them out and understand and know that when you support Easter Fragrances, you help support the school here in San Antonio uh, to keep its doors open and for us to help keep the, the te this teaching to reach our people. The other business that we have uh, that's been established here in San Antonio is called On The Mark Moving. On The Mark Moving is a moving company that is licensed, insured, and bonded and, and provides the, the highest quality um, uh, moves for every type of move you might need accomplished. If you had to move a house, an apartment, uh, a, a business, if you had to move a, um, a, a storage, um, whatever, if you had to move something from the attic down to the garage or from the garage up to the attic, get in touch with, with them at On The Mark Moving. Um, their, their prices are uh, unbeatable, uh, and their price packages, please, you definitely want to check them out for any moving needs you have going on. And if you even need help packing uh, and preparation for the move, they provide a, a service at, at, at a very, very, very low price that they will pack it up for you, then put it on the moving trucks, and then move it to wherever you need it moved to ensure the highest quality uh, and damage-free moves uh, to any of your property that you need done. Please contact Undermark Moving. Uh, again, at the chaos there at the mall, or go to the school, or you can reach out to Brother Samshuan at area code 505-387-9609, or Brother Owana Iron at 210-862-2643. Uh, for our other, other um, if you'd like to support any of our other schools, uh, we ask you to check out uh, uh, Sweet Ambiance. Uh, you can check them out on YouTube or at isbhbk.com until we change the name. Sweet Ambiance. Engineers custom fragrances so that every one of your moods can smell amazing. When you support Sweet Ambiance, you support this uh, stream of wisdom. All right? uh, Sweet Ambiance specializes in custom handmade soaps, custom handmade candles, custom handmade lotions, custom handmade beard oils, as well as um, 
providing the the cologne and perfume oils that your that your uh, that the colognes you wear or the perfumes you that you, that you wear, uh, but without the alcohol and without the water. All right, um, uh, as well as also um, uh, incense or, uh, fragrances as well to keep every one of your moods smelling amazing. Uh, when you support again sweet ambiance, you support SOW. So we ask you please check it out, uh, and, you, and you can even start a monthly subscription uh, with Sweet Ambiance, where every month you can have shipped to you, uh, including in, in in the price, the, the fragrance of the month or a fragrance of your choosing uh, every month. It's where your subscription will help us keep the schools running in Norfolk, in Houston, and in Rochester, New York. Another business that's been created to help support the spread of this truth and this teaching is ChildrenCreations.com. Right? Uh, please go to uh, com and go to chosencreations.com. All right? Chosencreations.com. Uh, Chosen Creations offers custom engraved uh, jewelry, personalized home decor, and unique gifts you can't find anywhere else. Uh, not, to not try and short the business, uh, please go to, go to the website, check it out. Um, uh, if a picture is worth a thousand words, then when you go to the website, there's a million words there. That, that I can't use to describe some of the great products that are there, uh, again, for the home, for personal jewelry, for decor, or what have you. Check it out. Um, again, we support Chosen Creations. You are supporting our schools in Houston, uh, Norfolk, and in Rochester. Also, we have another business, uh, two other businesses, one called Fringed Up. Right? Fringed Up, uh, uh, with your subscription, uh, you get a new shirt each month. All right? The shirt includes a border of blue with the fringes, all right? It's 100% pre-shrunk, pre-shrunk cotton uh, with the violent design of the month. And according to whatever subscription you subscribe to, you can also get a leather headband to match your shirt. And with your subscription, shipping is included, and this is sent out to you every month, all right? So if you're trying to, you want to get your, your, your uh, uh, part of your wardrobe up, your Hebrew drip gear, your Hebrew, Hebrew attire up uh, uh, with the fringes and everything, and with the, the headbands to support, uh, please check out Fringed Up uh, at isbhbk.com. And uh, again, with your subscription, you help keep things uh, uh, help keep our schools running. If you need a garment made uh, for the high holiday occasions uh, that are coming up for men, women, or children, or even for a wedding or a special occasion, and you will, you want to get a um, uh, for the brothers, you want to get a, a robe made. If you want to get a tunic made, um, please contact uh, Israel Wear. And again, all, all garments uh, manufactured with Israelware are handmade, all right? That, that they're handmade. It's not a cookie cutter uh, process. They're, each one is actually handmade with the, um, uh, with the sewing machines and everything to, to fit what you got going on, all right? Um, so please check out Israel, support Israelware, and support the truth. The other ways you can stay in touch with the, uh, the stream of knowledge and with some of this teaching is our YouTube channels, uh, Hidden Truth Bible Show, and the Five Minutes of Wisdom, as well as also uh, Israel Israelite uh, Media Corps on YouTube. Brothers, and sisters, y'all want to check this out, right? Um, you definitely want to check it out. As I'm getting some more text in, All right, all right, all right. Um, 
Cool, we have a new follower. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so again, um, please check out uh, Hidden Truth uh, Bible Show or Five Minutes of Wisdom on YouTube to help help keep in touch and keep yourself uh, uh, sharpened. Uh, keep your wits, keep your spirit, um, uh, keep your information sharpened with checking out Hidden Truth Bible Show on YouTube and Five Minutes of Wisdom. All right. Uh, another uh, uh, enterprise or store that we have uh, here in San Antonio as well is called uh, EO Pure Therapy. EO Pure Therapy provides high quality uh, skincare products, uh, again, for men, women, and children, which specializes in uh, custom handmade bath bombs, custom um, handmade bath salts, uh, as well as uh, uh, um, uh, incense fragrances uh, uh, for you as well, and the soaps, custom handmade soaps, that can be infused with not only your favorite cologne or perfume or, or um, a, a special mix that's designed exclusively for you, but they also specialize in, if, to your choosing or liking, you can have them infused with CBD oil, all right? Um, as well as CBD, the CBD bath bombs and bath salts, they also uh, have CBD creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. EO Pure Therapy is located on the first floor of the, uh, the mall at Rolling Oaks in the JCPenney wing of the mall on the first floor, directly diagonal from, H, from H&M Clothing Store and directly across from the Icing Boutique uh, there at the mall. So uh, we ask that you please uh, uh, support any of our businesses and help us keep this truth uh, out, uh, help, help keep teaching uh, our people Israel. All right, this is part of the show, brothers and sisters, where I'm compiling a prayer list. Um, and we ask that you might add these names to your prayer list as well. Um, it says that the prayer of the righteous does avail much. All right. So I like to say, uh, may the most high in Christ, uh, the most high in the name of Christ, please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the holy angels to watch over, to bless, to heal, to protect, to strengthen, to help. Um, and please take away all evil, evil people, evil spirits, sicknesses, guile, and malice from uh, the brother Tahawam and his wife, Wabadiah, and their family, uh, from the brother John Spann, uh, from the sister, Miss Catherine, otherwise known as Ma Dukes. Uh, continue prayers going up for, for our sister Becky, brother Darrell, and Becky's sister Carmen. Uh, continue prayers going up for uh, my, all my in-laws, the entire beloved family. Continue prayers, Father, going up for the entire Coates family. Continue prayers going up, Father, for, for Kizaki and his family there in Norfolk. Uh, continue prayers going up, Father, for the sister Anagashia. Uh, continue prayers going up, Brother, for the brother Thawam in Houston uh, and for the brother uh, Thawam here in San Antonio, uh, whose slave name is Wes Beverly. Continue prayers going up, Father, for uh, the wife of Awana Iyer, Ayana. Ayana uh, Banas Banyamian, uh, uh, we, uh, continue prayers going on for her. Continue prayers going on for some special needs children, Father. Uh, for the daughter of Brother Tazapah and his wife, Arakaya, we ask for prayers for, for their daughter, Cece. Uh, for the daughter of uh, Gabar Kawa and Anagashia, uh, their daughter, Aisha Lee. And for the daughter of Brother Bonabad and his wife, Kwadashaya, uh, Aliyah. Uh, your kidney prayers, Father, going up for Tazapah and his entire family uh, uh, as they're dealing with, with uh, this issue right now of, of this trial. 
Uh, Father, please be with them. Keep them strong in your faith and in your, your spirit and in your word as we're going through this very trying time right now. Uh, for the brother Kwadashkabar, uh, for the brother Yenawathan, for, uh, for our brother uh, Gabar out there in Florida and his wife, uh, for the brother also Sean Kwadash and his wife Mariah, uh, for the brother Gabar's uh, mother-in-law, Ruthie Mae Johnson, for our sister, the wife of uh, Brother Bonabad, uh, our sister Kwadashaya, uh, for our brother, Brother L.V., uh, right now, Brother Father, who, who does need prayers and need, needs your protection, needs your help and your healing, Father, uh, Brother L.V., uh, and also his mother, uh, Pat Washington. Uh, Father, we ask for the, the Brother uh, Sean Stark, for the sister Sylvia Khan, uh, for our brother, the, the son of uh, Gabakawar Shapar, and for our brother up in Lubbock right now, Father, uh, Brother Yama. We ask you all these things in Yahweh's name, giving all glory, all power, all wisdom, all knowledge comes from you, Father, and from your son, uh, who the world calls Jesus, who we understand is Yahweh. We ask you all these things in, in, in your son's name. Thank you always. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, so now we've got that 30 minutes of introduction, everything out the way. Welcome again to another show. Welcome uh, once again to another episode of Swear Truth Presents Bible Talk. All right. Um, today would be normally uh, the Brother Tosa uh, class on FYI, um, but you got me. You got me again. Um, I hope there's not too, too, too big of a burden or what have you. Uh, but we're going to continue on with a series that I'm starting up uh, called uh, To Deny the True Birth of Christ. And ha- today happens to be part three of what we're going over as we're really going through and really con- trying to climb through and, and take a real scriptural and biblical look at the, birth, the true birth of who the world calls Jesus Christ, all right? But in doing so, there's a lot of, uh, uh, of history um, that we need to kind of climb through before we actually get to the birth of Christ. If we really want to understand the significance and understand what happened to really understand what we're dealing with, all right? Uh, so that's what we're kind of climbing through right now. Um, so if you missed any part of, the, of this series, uh, please check out www.blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. And you can catch up this series. You can catch up on some of the things we've gone over in this series. All right? Uh, uh, part, uh, there's not a part one. It just says, um, to, deny, to, to deny the true birth of Christ, then there's a part two, and then a part, and today being part three. All right? Yesterday, uh, we had finished up with Isaiah chapter um, 28 and verse 13. And moving on from there, I'm going to read Isaiah 20:13 again. Uh, actually, let me just read what, what we were going over, and then we'll continue from there. We, we were reading Isaiah chapter 28, verses 9 through 13. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole breakdown of the exegesis um, of what we went over yesterday, because that, that was yesterday's class. But just to try and catch everybody up on, on get a slight feel of where we're coming from. Uh, we're in the book of Isaiah, chapter 28, we start at verse 9. It says, Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. That if, who, who is God going to teach his knowledge to? And who is God going to make to understand his doctrine? It says, Those that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. Because precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, 
line upon line, here a little and there a little, that if we're going to really get God's knowledge, if we're really going to get his understanding of his doctrine, we have to understand that the way the Lord put it together in, in this Bible, precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. And it's going to require a lot of studying. It's going to require a lot of studying to make sure that we're putting this together the right way. All right? Uh, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 20, verse 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people. This is a prophecy that the Israelites, that we're going to be scattered uh, out of our land because of our, because of our sins, because of our, our continued sins uh, against the Father, that the time is going to come that we're going to be exiled out of the promised land. We know that one of the first major exiles took place around 933 B.C. Uh, with the Assyrian captivity, where the, the northern kingdom of Israel had now been scattered and, and, and exiled out of the promised land. And eventually the, the, the bulk of, of them settling here in the Americas. And that's why we say the uh, so-called Native Americans, that this is not your land. This is not originally your land. Well, originally you were the first people here, but you, you started over in Israel, right? That, that you are one, you are, the nine and a half tribes over here actually are descendants of the 12 tribes of Israel, all right? And that we were exiled out of the promised land and that the, the bulk of our people didn't land here as well as being scattered throughout the world, but the bulk did land here in North Central South America. Uh, that took place in 922 B.C. Then our, our other major exile, the last exile, was in 70 A.D. Uh, when the Romans came in and destroyed uh, Jerusalem and it took and led a lot of people into captivity. And a lot of, a lot of the, the Israelites that were in Jerusalem at that time fled down into Africa, where we stayed down there for over 1,500 years. And then eventually, uh, through warfare uh, with the, the Arabs of the land and, and the native uh, uh, Africans of the land, we were then uh, sold and traded and brought over to the Americas uh, with the transatlantic slave trade. All right. So, uh, again, all these events being very important. For the Lord is telling us that, for with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. That the time is going to come that we will no longer be speaking our native language. We will no longer be speaking our native tongue, being that of, of Hebrew, or what scholars today try and um, say is the Paleo-Hebrew or Aramaic that the Lord was going to speak to us with, with stammering lips and in another tongue because we were going to be exiled out of the promised land, and then it was going to require, for, for precept being on precept, precept on precept, for us to now start to master prophecies that the Lord had given to the Israelites through, through, through the, the centuries that were written in the Bible, where now we can come back and master history with the prophecies to identify who we are and identify that we are the Israelites and why we're going through what we're going through, all right? That's why today, you know, we speak Spanish, French, English, Creole, um, here in, in, in the Americas, uh, uh, Patois, uh, because the Lord said, for we're stammering lips and another tongue when he speak to this people. Verse 12, to whom he said, this is the rest, but with you shall cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing that to get truly get God's knowledge and truly get God's understanding that going precept on precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, 
that when we start to put this together, all the prophecies and the chronology, and we really start to match this Bible with our identity, with who we are, and understanding this is how we got to the Americas. This is why we're suffering the things that we're suffering. This is why the world is in the chaos that it's in, because of what we did against to the Father, all right, and that Christ died to give us another chance at getting back right with the Father, according, according to the, uh, God's word. That now to come back and get God's knowledge and get God's understanding about why things are happening, we'd have to go precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. And when we start to understand things in that, in that concept, that this is where we, he will cause the weary to rest and that this is what really refreshing for our people. But in reading on Isaiah chapter 20, verse 12, it goes on to say, yet they would not hear that from the conditioning and from the things that we've been through and from our stiff-neckedness, our stubbornness, our pride, that we don't hear the scriptures as they go precept on precept, precept on precept, here, um, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. That a lot of us are not trying to hear that or, or recognize that or understand that. Um, that we're ready to listen to, to songs, to hymns, uh, go with our feelings, go with, go with uh, dreams, superstitions, emotions, or family traditions that get handed down, and not really read this Bible, precept on precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. So it says that now in verse 13, but the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. That because we won't hear and, and refuse to, to submit to how God wants things done, to hear God's word the way he gives it, we want to force God to give it to us the way we want to receive it in a way that we want to deal with it that coincides with our own dreams, our own goals, our own conditioning. And because we get stuck in those mindsets, the Bible is very confusing to a lot of people. The Bible is very confusing to a lot of people to where now they'll go and pick up the Quran. Uh, they'll, they'll leave religion alone. Um, they get so upset with, with, with the churches and, and uh, to see the hypocr hypocrisy that takes place in a lot of churches, a lot of people get turned off about Jesus. A lot of people get turned off about Christianity. A lot of people get turned off about the Bible and that it's just too confusing. But that's because we're not, we're not trying to read this or understand this the way God intended. Now, I ain't going to say intended, the way God wrote it. That we refuse to submit to how he does things, and we keep wanting to force our way of looking at things, how we feel, what we, what we see, or what we've known in our little short, uh, peasy um, uh, lifetimes. We want to keep trying to fit God into what we got going on instead of ourselves adjusting and repenting to how God is doing things. All right? So we want to kind of key in uh, Isaiah chapter 20, verse 13, the significance of this. And to read Isaiah 20, 13 for a lot of people, is, 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 is gonna, it will come across shocking because from the conditioning that we receive here in the Americas, that uh, God wouldn't do such a thing. From the conditioning that we receive in the, uh, here in the Americas, the belief is that God is only all good and God is only all love and God only wants you to enjoy uh, the, uh, your dreams. God only, God only wants you to enjoy uh, whatever desire comes to your heart, whatever desire comes to your mind, and that God wouldn't do such a thing. 
that, uh, from, again, from a conditioning that we have received here in the Americas, the thought that God would have it written this way so that people would be going backwards, be broken, be snared, and be taken, that that thought, that mindset is, is for a lot of people, is, is, in, is incredible. For other people, there's no way God would do that. But again, this is why so many people get turned off from the, from the Bible, associating the Bible with religion, and they want to have nothing to do with the Bible. So the, the, the pursuit of education, entrepreneurship, the pursuit of, of uh, uh, money, the pursuit of, of just happiness, the pursuit of some type of mental peace. So getting into the meditations, getting into yoga, getting into Tai Chi, getting into um, uh, one of the biggest things, the uh, 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 drugs, smoking pot, fentanyl, uh, heroin, uh, 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 crystal meth, uh, the, the drinking, that I, I need something to escape to try and give my mind some peace, uh, the pornography, the um, uh Throwing yourself into music, uh, the, uh, we throw ourselves into uh, binge watching uh, of TV and, and uh, uh, movies or what have you. That we're looking for somewhere to find some type of peace in our lives, somewhere to find uh, some type of escape from all we're going through. Now realize that God provided the answers. It's here in the Bible, but we had to put the work in and go precept on precept, precept on precept, line up on line, line up on line, here a little and there a little. But because there's a refusal for our, from our people, a rejection of our people to want to do it the way God has laid it out, this is, this is why we don't find rest. And we, we're looking for, um, you know, the old country song, looking for love in all the wrong places, <clears throat> that our, our lives uh, be dysfunctional. And the, the dysfunction doesn't have to just be because of our financial status, because we have a lot, of, a lot of our people have, have become entrepreneurs and become wealthy, but there's still so much still dysfunction within our, our family structures that um, money doesn't really provide happiness. Uh, being broke doesn't actually don't help either, but we just stay dysfunctional because we're not actually searching out God's word the way He laid it out. All right. So what I want to do is with Isaiah chapter twenty verse thirteen. I want to look at this verse. Uh, usually we read from the King James version uh, of the Bible, but I want to look at this same verse and a few other versions, uh, a few other Bibles, to try and help give get some insight or, or help paint a picture of what this of what this verse means. That might seem very shocking to a lot of people. All right. So we've got the Isaiah twenty thirteen from the King James, which says. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. All right? I want to read the same verse now in the Bible in basic English. All right? So the, the same verse, Isaiah chapter 20, verse 13, but we're going to read it from the Bible in basic English, uh, where it says, for this cause. The word of the Lord will be uh, to them rule after rule, line after line, here a little and there a little, so that they may go in their way and falling back may be broken and taken in the net. And, again, to come back now and read it in this version, 
that it might help resonate with with, with uh, people's minds to try, try and paint a picture that for a lot of people, when we come back and we start reading the Bible, like what it says here, for this cause, the word of the Lord will be to them rule after rule. And a lot of people don't want to follow the rules. A lot of people ain't trying to be ruled I'm not trying to, that there's this, 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 this uh, uh, desire to, to want to feel like I'm free to make my own choices. Uh, I'm free to think outside the box. Uh, that to just uh, I don't want to be confined just by your rules. Um, that that if I like eating uh, shrimp, pork, or catfish, and the rules of God say I can't eat that, I'm not trying to live by those rules because I have a desire and I like eating shrimp, pork, or catfish. So I'm not going to live by that rule. I, I I really don't care if that is God's word. Uh, I I like it. Me and my family have ate it for 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 generations. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to follow that rule. Okay? Uh, if the rule is uh, love your neighbor, you love yourself. No, F that. If, if, it, if anybody kills a person in my family, I'm going I'm, I'm, right, I'm, I'm to get, I'm I'm get them back. I'm not going to follow that rule to love my neighbors and love myself. The hell with that. It's about revenge. And, and they said to my toes, I'm, 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 I'm going to knock their teeth out. They're not my teeth out, I'm going to hit them with a truck. Now, I'm going to elevate and escalate instead of doing like the rules that Christ gives us or the Bible gives us. If the enemy slapped you on the one cheek, turn him the other. To hell with that. I'm, I'll be damned if somebody's going to make me feel like a fool. I'll be damned if somebody feel like they can get over on me. I'm not going to follow that rule. Th- that all these rules, if that, that's what I do to please God, and that's what I do to get God on my side, then no, that, that makes me feel stupid. Uh, I got. I have to see others better than myself. I ain't trying to follow that rule. Yeah, I got to look out for me. It's a doggy dog world. It's a cold, cruel world. The only one that's gonna look out for you is you. So, so be damned with that. I had to work hard for mine. You work hard for yours. To love my neighbors, to love myself. Hell, to hell with that. No, I'm not living by those rules. I'm not living by God's word and those rules. You're just using that to, to get over on me. You're just using that to, to, to take advantage of me. To hell with that. I'm my own boss. I'm my own, I'm, I'm my own person. I'm not going to follow your rules or make you happy. That this is about me. That the only one I need to trust on, the, the only, when I look in the mirror, I have to look at myself in the mirror. I got to look myself in the eye. So to follow your rules and what you got going on, no, to hell with that. So we have, I'm just trying to give some, some, some examples of some of the things that we say that helps keep us away from what God is talking about. That, that um, like Christ told the, young, the rich young man, when the rich young man came and asked him, and you find that in Matthew chapter 19, uh, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Christ said, uh, you, you, you know the, the law, keep the commandments. He's like, which ones? You know, you know the ten. Well, man, I've been doing that for my youth up. What, what am I lacking? And Christ told him, man, if you're going to be perfect, sell all that you have, give to the poor, and come follow me. Because that's what I did. And come give to the poor. And so that young man walked away with uh, much sorrow because he had a lot of riches he was not willing to depart with. So a lot of people are like, no, I'm not going to give up my life, my identity. Uh, that's the rule, the, the, uh, what it means to follow Christ. 
where I can't get the shine, I can't get the glory, I can't get the praise, the pat on the back, I can, and I can't live my life, I'm not trying to live after that rule. I'm not trying to deal with I know, uh-uh, forget that. I'm going to go by my mind. I'm going to go by what I think is right because I've got my own personal relationship with God. Forget those rules. I got my own way of living. I got my own my own connection with God. Oh, okay. But like again, Isaiah 20 verse 13 in the Bible of basic English, for this cause, the word of the Lord will be to them rule after rule, line after line, here a little and there a little. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, when, when y'all go through, but why y'all jump so much? Why y'all jump from this verse to this verse to this chapter? That, why? Uh, I, or, or uh, you know, when I, when I was locked up, yeah, I read the Bible. I read the Bible cover to cover, and I didn't understand. It made no damn sense that, that, that there's no way. Uh, none of that makes any damn sense. It seemed like, like in one verse it says this, but another verse it says that, and it's, 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 the, the Bible is contradictory. The, there's no way the Bible can be the, the word of God because there's errors in the Bible. In one place it says that, that the, um, Satan tempted David. In another place it says that, that God tempted David. Which one is it? Which one is it? I'm not trying to deal with that. I'm not, all that's just confusion. I'm just going to live my own way. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with me, and when God gets here, then I just have to deal with God. Only God can judge me anyway. Uh, so, again, Isaiah 20, verse 13, from the Bible of Basic English, is telling us that for this cause, the word of the Lord will be to them rule after rule, line after line, here a little and there a little, so that they may go on their way. Do what you're going to do then, because you're going to do it anyway. That we, and we look at the history of the Israelites, uh, before we were kicked out of the promised land, from when we first got into the promised land, during the time of Joshua, which was about 1,500 years before Christ. It was approximately 1,500 years before Christ is when Joshua led the Israelites into the promised land. For all that history, that 1,500 years from the time we came into the promised land up until um, the birth of Christ in 70 AD. Regardless of the captivity that we went, went uh, that we were uh, subject to, regardless of, of the affliction that we were suffer, uh, uh, subject to, regardless of, of, of the spankings, if you will, that God had given us, we were like hard-headed children, refused to listen. As much as God sent the prophets early, rising, trying to teach our people, Warn our people, show our people to get right, get our heads right. We continue to just follow what we felt in our own hearts, follow our own imaginations, even while we were in the promised land. And so finally we had to get kicked about the promised land. That we've shown a pattern that, that we're going to do what we feel is right in our own hearts no matter what, regardless of the word of God is here or not. Whereas, imagine this, brothers and sisters. For, for the Israelites' time in, in the promised land, we actually had the, the Holy of Holies. But the Lord would come down once a year for the Day of Atonement uh, where the high priest would send uh, sacrifices 
and ask for the forgiveness for the sins of all the people of Israel every year. The Lord actually provided this for the Israelites, and we still didn't get it. The Lord gave us the prophets. Where the prophet, he literally spoke to the prophets um, to tell us what was going to happen, tell us what was going on, and we still refused to listen. Um, the Lord, we actually had the thumb in Urim that the high priest wore um, on, on his uh, on his ephod. The Lord actually did speak to us through the thumb in Urim. It, it's the concept of where uh, where you might get the where gypsies. Uh, uh, look at the, the crystal ball, and the crystal ball will light up and, and, and give messages. Well, that's similar. They, they copy that. It's, it's, it's a, it's a uh, real bad plagiarism of how God actually literally did speak to the Israelites, to our, our forefathers in the land of Israel. He literally, literally spoke to us. But our continual ignoring of his word, our continual um, stubbornness, that we're going to do what we feel is right, regardless of what God says, regardless of what, 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 he, what he's doing, regardless of that, we're going to follow our own minds, our own ways, how we feel. When God was, would literally talk to us, to where it got to the point where like God was like, cool, I'm writing all my words in a book. And you know what? It is going to be rule after rule. It is going to be line after line. It is going to be here a little and there a little. And a person that wanted to put the work in, put the studying in, like we was going over on uh, uh, yesterday, on the, day, the day before, I'm sorry, the first day of the series, study to show themselves approved unto God, a worker who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, that if we're not going to put the work in to rightly divide God's word, God's truth, with the, accurately, with precision, and have to put the work in, that now when he gave it to us and would actually speak to us, we ignored him. So we're not cool. I'm going to write it down, and this time I'm going to write it down. And if a person not willing to put the work in, then where this is where they will find the rest, this is where they will find the refreshing, for that refusal that we might go our own way, and not fall backwards and be broken and taken in and, and, and be snared and trapped. Trapped in our thoughts, trapped in our emotions, trapped in, in dysfunction, trapped in, 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 in dismalness, trapped in, 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 in depressions where I, I need a new drug. I need something else to, to, to make me feel good about me. I need something else to help me forget what I'm going through. Because now we, we refuse to put the work in of getting rule after rule, line after line, here a little and there a little. We refuse that. So because of that, this is why we keep going on our own ways and we keep falling. We keep being broken. We keep being taken in the net. And you can have finances and still be suffering from mental dysfunctions the need to have to have the Xanax, the need to have to have uh, the CBD oil, the need to have to have whatever strain of, of, of uh, cannabis is coming out of the, out of the, uh, uh, the vape shops or whatever, the need to have the, the, for, for the vapes, the need to have the uh, um, uh, cigarettes, the need to have some type of drink, the need to, have, uh, to be on social media and get likes, 
So, I, so somehow this is supposed to equate to my, my self-esteem by how I feel about myself. The need to, to, to escape to, to Pornhub, uh, to uh, um, X videos, whatever might be out there. That I need this so I can escape. The need to just get caught, lost into cartoons, into, into uh, anime, into watching other people play video games on YouTube, to watch them at least having fun that I've got no break from myself. But there's a reason why, brothers and sisters. There's a reason why we as a people are suffering from these things. All right? So I would like to read Isaiah 20, verse 13 now from the Common English Bible. All right? The Common English Bible, uh, I would like to read the same verse, Isaiah 20, verse 13, from the Common English Version Bible. And this is what it says here. It says, now his message to you will be senseless, sound after senseless sound. Then you will fall backwards, injured, and trapped. So because we refuse to hear God's word when he was actually speaking to us, and because we don't want to go and put the work in to go precept on precept, line upon line, here little, there little, this rule goes with this rule, this line with this line. We get a little bit from here and put a little bit from here. If we want to get God's knowledge, we want to get God's understanding, we got to put this work in. But because we don't want to get his message that way, from the common English version, it says, now this message to you will be senseless sound. It's not going to make any sense. For what we already have in our minds and our heads, or how we think it should be, how we the expectation. We already have been has already been uh, seated in our mind. Now to come back and, and see the, the Bible is actually line upon line, line upon line, precept on precept, precept on precept, rule after rule, rule after rule. Here a little, there a little. To go through that, this doesn't make no sense. It's senseless. And now we're gonna fall backwards, injured and trapped. This is scary, brothers and sisters. I, I ain't going to even say it's scary. Forget that. This is reality. This really is reality. All right? The Good News Bible. We'll read the same verse, Isaiah 20 and verse 13 from the Good News Bible. It reads this. That, that is why the Lord is going to teach you letter by letter, line by line, lesson by lesson. Then you will stumble with every step you take. You will be wounded, trapped, and taken prisoner. Yeah, because we don't want to follow God letter by letter, line by line, lesson by lesson. We, we, we lack patience. We want, to, we want the, the instant gratification. I don't want to have to put that work in. And this is why we keep stumbling. This is why the, whatever we keep putting our hope into gets dashed. I put my hope into a relationship. It doesn't work. I put my hope into, into um, a job. Get fired. I put a hope, my hope into uh, the financial one. Investments. The stock market crashes. Bitcoin crashes. I, 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 I put my hope in, 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 in my athletic ability. I get it to an ACL. Sports career done. Everything I, I've identified myself as that really has nothing to do with 
identify myself as a Hebrew Israelite. And that as being a Hebrew Israelite, God's got a mission. God has a job for me to do as a Hebrew Israelite. I still want to be this, this American citizen, this citizen of the world, this universal citizen, and I'm not trying to really be involved with what God has going on. I want to be a good Catholic, a good Methodist, a good Episcopalian, but I'm not trying to be a good follower of God. I want to follow religion. And from all this, we keep stumbling. We keep falling. I want, I want, I want to uh, go to a, a university and, and become a, um, a Greek. I want to join a fraternity. I want to join a sorority. I want to join the, the Masons. I'm going to join a, a gang where I can find some type of love. Because of the abuse, whatever, I'm, going go, I'm going to the home, I got, I'm going to find something. All right? And I will read the same, uh, letter, the same scripture, Isaiah chapter 20, verse 13, from the International Standard uh, Version. The International Standard Version. This is what it reads here. It says, so then, the message from the Lord to them will become, do this and do that. Do this and do that. Line up online, line up online. A little here, a little there. So they will go, but fall backward and be injured, snared, and captured. Again, this concept of, now do this. No, now do that. A lot of people say the Bible contradicts itself. Uh, and, and, and it's that last week or last year, I was told um, I had to do it this way. Now you're coming back to tell me now I've got to do it that way. Why are you changing up? So were you wrong when you told me that, uh, a year ago to do it this way? And now this year you're saying do it that way? That's confusing. What, 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 why are we changing up? You're making it sound real, real senseless. You're making it sound uh, real, real confusing. But that's because we don't want to get that part where Christ said, where the Bible tells us what? To everything that uh, Ecclesiastes. Let me, let me pull that one up. Let me just quote it. Let me pull it up. First off, let's go to St. John. Let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me keep my flow going. Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1. As we go here a little, there a little. When we go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Verse 2. To, now, now, Solomon, who wrote Ecclesiastes, who was uh, uh, the wisest and richest king that we had in Israel, he wrote this. And he's explaining that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. Now he's going to explain himself a little bit and give some examples. In verse 2, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2, there's a time to be born, there's a time to die, there's a time to plant, at a time to take to pluck up that which is planted. It's not just everybody just be born, be born, be born, to be, be born, and there's not, a, uh, there's not a time to have to deal with a funeral. It's not a time where all we're going to just keep planting seeds, keep planting seeds, keep planting seeds, and there's not going to be a time where we're going to pluck up what was planted. There's a time and season for everything. Check out verse 3, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 3. A time to kill 
and a time to heal, a time to break down, and a time to build up. It's not just one way all the time, but because we don't want so that at one time, just take uh, from the examples. Well, let me read verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4. A time to weep and a time to laugh. So, like we was reading from uh, Isaiah chapter 20, verse 13, and we read from the International Standard Version, which says, So then, the message from the Lord to them will become, do this and do that. Now do this and now do that. And because this scripture says this, line up on this line, and now this scripture says do that. Now it's time to do a little bit here from this scripture, or time a little bit there from that scripture. And a lot of people get so frustrated with that, that now I'm not trying to deal with that. It's too confusing. So I'm just going to do things on my own. Okay, but now realizing that this is how God operates. And he wrote it down for us. That there's going to be time that you, yeah, you got to weep. There's time you should feel sad. There's time you, sh- you should be broke down, but there's, t- there's a time to laugh. There's a time to mourn, and there's, there's a time to dance. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 5. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. There's a time to get, and a time to lose. There's a time to keep and a time to cast away. There's a time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. So Solomon Shah gives us all these examples that it's not going to be one way every single time. That, yeah, there is going to be a time where, where the Lord wants us to do it this way. But there's going to be a time where the Lord don't want us to do it that way. So there's going to be somebody saying, no, now we got to do it this way. No, now we got to do it that way. That we have to follow. We have to submit and follow. But a lot of us ain't trying to deal with that. We want to just get into our own routine. Well, I don't have to think. I really don't have to follow. I can go be in robot mode. I don't have to be sensitive or, or, or understanding or pick up what God is doing and the way God's doing things. I'm just going to stick with my own understanding, how I feel, what I think is right. I'm not trying to let somebody tell me now we got to do it this way, do it that way. Now we got to, according to this scripture, now we got to do this this way. Well, how come when, when this was happening, we didn't do it that way then? Because for that time, that's what we did at that time. Now we're here at this time. Now we're doing it this way at this time. And for a lot of people, that's just the anger and frustration. Like, I'm, I'm, I, this don't make no sense. I'm not trying to deal. This can't be God. How is this wisdom? It, it, it'll be things that'll be said. How is this right? This don't, I, 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 this don't feel right. Because it's making me feel inconvenienced. Because it, 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 I have to now use faith and follow what is being said. No, I'm not doing that. 
And, and this is why a lot of us continue to fall backward, be snared, and be broken. I'm not trying to do that. I'm stubborn. I'm not patient. I just, well, if you can, it seems like you're just picking what you want to pick, so why can't I pick what I want to pick? I can see why you say do it this way, because you benefit and I lose. Well, shit, now I'm going to do something that makes me benefit and you lose. How about that? How about that? And we keep, now in the eyes of God, we keep falling backwards. In the eyes of God, we keep getting broken and snared. We keep getting trapped. Now I want to match this, what we just read here in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Let's go to St. John chapter 3. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Chapter 3 and verse 8. Again, with this concept of here a little, there a little. <laughs> All right? In, in St. John chapter 3, verse 8, it says, The wind bloweth where it lifteth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell when it cometh or whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. That if we're really in the Spirit of God, like how the wind blows and the wind changes, When you're following the Spirit of God, things change. I guess in, in, in the world, how they try and, 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 and copy this, this, this concept is by using the term, shit happens. Yeah, we, we, we want to do it this way, but shit happens, and so now we're going to do it that way. You know, in, in, in a, a real base and real, real a vulgar uh, uh, way of trying to understand or get the concept of, of this scripture that yeah the wind blows where, where, where it, it listed where it, it wants to we can hear the wind we can't tell where it's coming where it came from and we can't tell where it goes so is everyone that is born of the spirit You know, what's kind of crazy is I'm, I'm just getting, getting a, a mental picture about this here. We know that we can see the jet stream according to the, to, to the models that they show on, 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 on uh, uh, weather forecasts on the news or whatever. They show that the jet stream is blowing from, uh, from west to east. That that's how the jet stream blows, from west to east. But with the jet stream blowing from west to east, why do hurricanes come from east to west? If the wind is supposed to be supposedly because the earth is spinning at whatever many miles per hour it's spinning, wouldn't that cause all the wind to go one way? But how is the jet stream can blow from east to west, but yet we, have, we get hurricanes here in North America that come from the east, Africa, the east side of the Atlantic, and then travel all the way west till it hits the Caribbean islands, till it hits Florida, 
North Carolina, New York, or goes around the southern tip of Florida into the Gulf of Mexico and now hits Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, or Mexico. How is, how, what has got the wind blowing this way? How is the wind blowing? The wind over here is blowing this way, but the wind over here is blowing that way. How is it, how, where does the wind come from? The jet stream. Where does the jet stream come from? Where does it start? And where does it end? How is it, uh, uh, the wind can be blowing, uh, northwesterly winds blowing at 15 miles an hour, and then is uh, southern-facing uh, uh, winds blowing at, at 25 miles per hour? How, how does the wind change? But it does. And God is, and Christ is telling us here that this is how everyone who's born in the Spirit is how they're going to move. So there's going to be times where in following the Spirit of God, following God, following Christ, Yes, we're going to do things this way, according to this rule. Then it's going to change up, and we're going to do things uh, this way, according to that rule. Well, according to this scripture right here, this is why now we're going to do it this way. But next week, according to this scripture, we might do it now this way. Because this, this is us having to follow God, and that just gets stuck into our own ways. That gets just stuck and stubborn in just to what we feel, what we like, or our own routine. We have to learn how to submit. We have to learn how to follow and follow God. So that's why it's here a little, there a little. That's why this time we're doing it this way, next time we're doing it that way. But because this is how God put things together, this is why many of us don't pick up. And this is why many of us, we'll just go our own way and we'll, we'll lean to our own understanding and not, not have a clue about what God is really putting down, what God is, what God is saying. And which is as blind as a bat. Now, maybe that's a wrong example. We're as blind as a... Baby kangaroo shit. I don't know. Yeah, as blind as Ray Charles. All right? For there, brothers and sisters, let's look at the book of Isaiah, chapter 8. Now, let's go back to Isaiah... We were just in Isaiah chapter 28, 28, verse 13. Now we're going to the book of Isaiah again, chapter 8, and we'll start at verse 13. All right? If we understand that from what, we, what we're putting together, what, what we're just reading, that God has a way he's going to teach people his knowledge and his understanding, and that his knowledge is going to be precept upon precept or rule upon rule or do it this way, do it that way. It's going to be line upon line, line upon line. We're going to follow this rule because this line says it this way. Then we've got to follow that rule because this line says do it that way. We have to learn how to follow if we're going to really pick up on God's knowledge. It's going to be a little bit here and then a little bit there. In order to get God's knowledge and understand what God is doing, and that's the refreshing. But because it's that way, and a lot, again, I'm going to keep repeating myself, and a lot of people don't want to put that work in, we're snared. We're going to be trapped. It ain't going to make no damn sense. This is why, like we was going over yesterday, why there's over 45,000 different Christian religions. 
45,000 different religions that, you, that, that claim they know Christ. 45,000. Not, not just, not talking about like, like Buddha, Buddhism, not talking about the different sects of, 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 of Islam or, or uh, Hare Krishna or, 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 or what have you. Christianity. 45,000 different Christian religions, denominations. 45,000. Now, when I used to get that number, it was at 41,000. Now it's climbed up to 45,000 different Christian religions because people don't want to follow the accurate, true path like we was going over in part one of this series. So now we're in Isaiah chapter 8. Now we're going to talk about Isaiah chapter 8, and we're going to read verse 13. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13. And it says this, Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. Now, to understand this, we know the word sanctify means to cleanse. So reading from the King James Version of Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, sanctify the Lord of hosts himself. Sanctify means cleanse. All right? One of the differences of sanctify means to cleanse. So we're supposed to cleanse the Lord of hosts himself, meaning or, or, or separate the Lord of hosts himself. We can't combine the Lord of hosts, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible. We can't mix him in with other gods and other way other gods do their thing. We can't mix him in with how, how we see it. You know how some people uh, make that statement? Well, some people call him God. Some people call him Allah. Some people call him Buddha. Some people call him Krishna. Well, I think really that it's all the same God. We just have different names for him. No, that is not the truth. That is far from the truth. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is, is, is separate from every other God on the planet. Especially when it comes to dealing with the Israelites. So again, here in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, it says, Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. So I want to look at the same verse. And a couple, of, uh, a couple other versions to see if we can get some understanding, see if we can shed some light, all right, to try and help open up our minds. So in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, um, from the Bible in basic English, we're going to read uh, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13 uh, in the Bible in basic English, and it says this, But let the Lord of armies be holy to you, and go in fear of him, giving honor to him. Now, I like this because it says, from the King James, it says, sanctify the Lord of hosts himself. So maybe you don't know what host means. In the Bible in basic English, it's the Lord of armies. When we say the Lord of hosts, that's what we're, what we're really saying is the Lord of armies, right, in case you didn't know. So the Bible in basic English is saying, but let the Lord of armies be holy to you. And go in fear of him, giving honor to him. Now, we're going to come back to this, this, this word holy. We're going to come back to this word holy. All right? The, the Common English Version Bible, the Common English Version Bible says, I am the only one you should fear and respect. I am the holy God, the Lord, all powerful. I love that. When we read the same verse from the Common English Version Bible, it tells you, I am the only one you should fear and respect. 
I am the holy God, the Lord all-powerful. The only one we should fear and respect is God. So if God is doing it this way, we should respect that. If God is doing it line upon line, precept upon precept, do it this way, do it that way, a little bit here, a little bit there. If that's how God is doing it, and, he, and no other God does it that way, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the Bible, this is how he does it, we should respect that. We should fear that. All right, cool. This is how he's doing it. Even though I see the gods of other nations, all they got to do is, is, is smoke weed, get tattoos. All they got to do is, is, is go to church and, and say some Hail Marys. All they got to do is go to church and send some prayers up, um, uh, put some, uh, some money in the offering plate, offering plate uh, listen to a sermon for about an hour, 45 minutes, and it's done. I used to make it home for watch the game. And, and if I'm gay, I can go to this gay church. They're cool. If, if I'm a, 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 a Southern Redneck, I can go to a Southern Redneck church. If I feel like I'm Episcopalian, cool. I'm going to go to Episcopalian church with everybody else. Everybody else in, in my church votes Republican. That's why we go to this church. Well, my church is Democrat or whatever, independent. Okay. Whatever. It says, but the Lord of um, the common English version Bible, I am the one you should fear and respect. I am the holy God, the Lord all-powerful. All right? Isaiah chapter 8 verse 13 from the Good News Bible. Let's read Isaiah chapter 8 verse 13 from the Good News Bible, which says, remember that I, the Lord Almighty, am holy. I am, I am the one you must fear. That again, if this is how God is doing it, we should fear and respect. This is how the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of the Israelites, the Father of Jesus Christ, who, uh, who the world calls Jesus Christ, who we understand his name is Yahweh Shai. We should respect him. We should remember that he's the Almighty, that he is holy, that he shouldn't be piled in with how everybody else does it. And now because this is how everybody else does it, that's why the Lord God Almighty should, be, should cater and adjust himself to how what we're used to seeing other gods do and how other nations do. That doesn't work with somebody who calls himself all-powerful. When we read the International Standard Version, the International Standard Version, this is what it says. It says, the Lord, upon Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, the Lord of the heavenly armies, he's the only one you are to regard as holy. Let him be the, the one whom you fear, and let him be the one before whom you stand in terror. That if we don't do it his way, there's nobody above him that can stop his terror if we're not going to do it his way. So now we're going to be fall backward. We're going to be broken. We're going to be snared. We're going to be afflicted because of our refusal to follow. This ain't about God making us do it the way he wants to do it. He's waiting for us to make the choice. He's looking for us to make the choice to want to follow him. And that just can be stayed with our mouth. 
but we actually not do it in our actions. We actually not follow his rules. Here a little, there a little. It's time to do it this way this time. This time now we're doing it that way. We have to follow. When, to give an example, hopefully, hopefully this example helps, helps those who, with this, do it this way, do it that way. Before Abraham had, was told to sacrifice Isaac, we know that God was never with any human sacrifice. The God of Noah, the God of Shem, coming all the way down to Abraham, he was not with any human sacrifice. He would have received any human sacrifice. To now come back and tell Abraham, now I, you need to go to this mountain that's three days' journey from where you're at, and you're going to offer Isaac as a sacrifice to me. You know what we don't read about, brothers and sisters? We don't read about Abraham protesting. We don't read about Abraham trying to teach God, hold up, when have you ever wanted somebody to kill their own son? God, do you know what you're saying? Because, God, ain't that why you caused the flood? Because all the people on the other side of the flood, that the nations on the other side of the flood, they were in the human sacrifices. So they got destroyed. And now you're coming back and now telling me I have to offer up my only son? You had me get rid of, of Ishmael. You, you, you had me, and I loved Ishmael. You had me send him away. I obeyed you. Now, the only son I have left, matter of fact, when we read the history and put the history together with the Josephus and everything, we know that Abraham had, uh, was told to, to separate uh, Ishmael from him when Ishmael was about 14 years old. That's when, and, and the Lord said, I got him. From Genesis chapter 17, I got Ishmael, but the one I'm working with is going to be Isaac, who Sarah's going to bear to you this time, at this time, this time in the next year. So I'm sorry, Ishmael was 15. Because Ishmael was, was, was exiled after um, uh, Isaac was born. And at that time, Abraham tried to make a stand for Ishmael. The Lord said, no, I'm doing Isaac. And the Lord left. The conversation done. So Ishmael, my point I'm trying to get to, Ishmael was 15 years old when that happened. According to Josephus, when we put the timeline together in the chronology, when Abraham went to offer up Isaac as a sacrifice, that human sacrifice, Isaac was 28 years old. So, yeah, you can still be considered a child or a young, a, a, a young lad, a, a young at the age of 28. Especially among uh, like our Hebrew, the Hebrew Israelites, among, among our people, you go back and read our timelines. You go back and read how long we lived to. So come back now. I, for Abraham now had to, to have to offer up Isaac, whereas no one it had never been the Lord God had never required that before ever. We don't read where Abraham tried to come back and teach God. Instruct God like maybe God has dementia, and now maybe God is moody, or maybe God forgot what he told me to do, how he's been doing things. 
that now I got to change up and, and, and risk losing the son I've bonded with for 28 years, almost twice as long as I bonded with Ishmael. Now I've had this bond with my son Isaac, and now you want me to kill him? We don't read where, where Abraham said, that don't make no sense. We don't read where Abraham was like, how is it that we didn't do that before, but now I got to do it now? Matter of fact, I went my whole life, 75 years, living in Atlanta, Earth. Father, you came to me and told me to leave. Cool, I left. Sarah gets taken. I, I kept the faith. I did good. Sarah was restored to me unharmed and came with riches and wealth for what she'd been through, what I've been through. Got you all that, Father. Cool. Then 11 years later, you come to me and tell me I have to cut my penis? I had to circumcise myself? No one in the world has ever had to go in a man has never had to go and cut his penis. And I got to cut the penis of all my servants too? We don't read where Abraham said, that don't make sense. No other God, no one else does it that way. Well, I think about it. The Hamites do it, but they circumcise their women. They literally cut the, 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 the clitoris off the woman. But now you're coming to me saying, I got to do this to my own. I got to circumcise all the males, all my servants, and me, and my son Ishmael. What? I'm 86 years old. We don't read what Abraham said. That don't make no sense. I, my, my penis is fine the way it has been. Why do I need to come and cut my penis and the penis of all the men that are here with me? That don't make no sense. We don't read where Abraham took that mentality. And now to get where now, I had to kill Isaac. Isaac is 20 years old. I'm 120 years old. And now you wanted me to sacrifice my son? When have I, has anybody who's been right with you ever had to sacrifice their son or their blood to you? We don't read where Abraham said, say what? We don't read Abraham said about say that again. You want me to do what? We don't read where Abraham was like, uh, yeah, right. We don't read where Abraham, you know, started twisting his finger while point, pointing at his head in a circle, talking about loco, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. We don't read where Abraham took that mentality or took those type of steps or actions, but that he immediately got Isaac, got two servants, and they left. And was about to ram that, that knife into uh, uh, Isaac's chest. That now this time we'll do it this way, now we'll do it that way. Is this what the Spirit wants? Just submit to what the Spirit wants. This is what, this the line, this the rule we're going to follow now.
so again, the International Standard Version Bible, International Standard Version of Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13. The Lord of the Lord of the heavenly armies, He's the only one you are to regard as holy. Let Him be the one whom ye fear, and let Him be the one before whom ye stand in terror. If I don't do it the way He wants it done, I should feel like there's going to be some terror. We should feel terrorized, unprotected, unsafe, because we're not doing it His way. We're following our own mind, what we think is right, and not and go instruct God. Um, what righteousness is. Like, God don't know what's right. God don't know right from wrong. Then now we're going to tell him, no, God, we can't do it that way because that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, God, did, who'd you, God, who'd you check with before you gave that order? God, before you gave, thought about doing it this way, did you, did you check with me to see how I feel about it? Oh, God, God didn't you say to the two good, communicate, forget not? So, God, when you communicate with me or check with me if, if this is going to be the right thing to do or not, did you really consider my feelings? That's why, God, you don't make no sense. This is why a lot of people don't follow you, God. God, you don't make no sense. God, maybe if you made a little bit more sense where people could grasp and understand what you're talking about, Maybe more people would follow you, but right now, no, all these rules, do it this way, do it that way, a little bit here, a little bit there, I'm, that, that's too confusing. You said do things decent and in order. And in my mind, this is what decent and order means. Why are you not doing things decent and in order, God? I don't get why now it's got to be done this way. I don't get it. I don't see it. I'm not with it. Well, if, if, if you're saying that that's the way it's got to be done, and I don't agree with it, I'm going to speak my mind, and I'm just not going to do it. And if I'm wrong, then I guess I'm just going to be wrong. But I'm not doing it that way. I'm not going to be anybody's fool. Okay? That's why the God's word is a, tra- is a snap. It's a trap. It's a snare. This is why we keep falling backwards. We keep being broken, from brokenhearted to, to, to just broken. When we come to St. John chapter 17, verse 17, back to the King James Version Bible. Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, in the King James, says, Sanctify the Lord of hosts himself, and let him be your fear, and let him be your dread. All right? Coming out to St. John chapter 17, verse 17, in the King James Bible, in, uh, from that word sanctify, from St. John chapter 17, verse 17, Christ is making this a prayer to the Lord, to God, concerning the disciples. In St. John chapter 17, verse 17, he says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. All right? That's St. John chapter 17, verse 17 from the King James Version Bible. When we read, St. John chapter 17, verse 17, from the Bible of basic English now. Let's read that. St. John chapter 17, verse 17, from the Bible of basic English. Whereas the King James says, sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is true. The Bible of basic English says, make them holy by the true word. Your word is the true word. So to be sanctified is to be made holy 
if, if we uh, try to get some understanding, to be made holy or be sanctified through the truth, through the true word, and that God's word is the true word. Now, I want to go into this word holy, brothers and sisters. Hold on, I'm, I'm just getting confusing. Let's look at this word holy for where it says make them holy. Or in other scriptures that we read, in other versions for eight, Isaiah 8.13, it says, like for the Bible, basic English, uh, but let the Lord of armies be holy to you and go in fear of him, giving honor to him. All right? And I also said uh, in the Good News Bible for Isaiah chapter 8, verse 13, remember that I, the Lord Almighty, am holy. I am the only one you must fear. From the uh, International Standard Version, it says, the Lord of the heavenly armies, he's the only one you are to regard as holy. Let him be the one whom ye fear. Let him be the one before whom ye stand in terror. All right? So now, let's take a look at this word holy from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Let's take a look at the definition of holy from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. The word holy Difference number one means properly. Uh, whole, whole, like W-H-O-L-E, whole, complete, entire, or perfect in a moral sense. To be holy means then that we are whole, entire, and perfect in a moral sense. But whose moral sense? The Lord God's. All right? To be whole, like WH, like whole foods, like whole, whole, entire, or perfect in a moral sense. Still there with definition number one of the word holy. Pure in heart, temper, or dispositions. Free from sin and sinful affections. All right? So if we're supposed to make the Lord God holy, and we're supposed to remember that the Lord God is holy. Remember that I, from the Good News Bible, remember that I, the Lord Almighty, am holy. If we're supposed to be sanctified through the truth or made holy through the truth by God's word, then we've got to understand that God, he is whole. He ain't missing nothing. That when he has to do it this way or that way, when he has to go a little bit here, a little bit there, we have to go a line upon line. He's not missing out on something and making us have to follow that pattern if we choose to. He ain't lost his mind. He's whole. He knows what he's doing. He's whole. He's complete. He's entire. He is perfect in a moral sense. So if we're going to follow God and we have to go here a little, there a little, this time we're doing it this way, this next time we've got to do it that way. And that's how God wants us to follow him, that God's way is whole, is entire, and is perfect in a moral sense. That God is, God is pure in heart, temper, or dispositions. That to do it God's way will make us free from sin and sinful affections. But do remember that God is holy. Reading on, it says, but from the definition of holy, 
is it applied to the supreme being. Holy signifies perfectly pure, immaculate, and complete in moral character. God's way is complete in moral character. God's way is perfect. So he has us going a little bit here, a little bit there, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Rule upon rule, rule upon rule. Do it this way now, do it that way now, this, this other time. That how God has it done is perfect. It is pure. It's complete. So it's applied to the supreme being. Holy signifies perfectly pure, immaculate, and complete in moral character. And man is, is more or less holy as his heart is, is more or less sanctified or purified from evil dispositions. Check this next part out, y'all. We call a man holy when his heart is conformed in some degree to the image of God, and his life is regulated by the divine precepts. Did y'all catch that? We call a man holy when his heart is conformed in some degree to the image of God. That should ring a bell with, with us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. So a man is holy when his heart is conformed in some degree to the image of God. And his life is regulated by the divine precepts. Did we catch that? When our life is regulated ruled by the divine precepts, which go precept on precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. When our lives are regulated by God's rules, we can get God's knowledge and get God's understanding. When we follow his rules, when they change up, when we got to get a line of scripture here, this is why we got to do it this way, or we get a line of scripture there, now we can do it that way. That's when a man is, can, will be considered holy, through following God's word. And how did God put his word together to see if we're going to follow and submit and be perfect? Here a little, there a little. Line upon line, line upon line. Precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. But because people don't want to follow that pattern, don't want to have to regulate their lives according to that. This is why we are not holy. We are not pure-minded. We're not being conformed into the image of God. And I love, I love how this definition that Webster gives. It says, we call a man holy when his heart is conformed in some degree to the image of God. This had nothing to do with, did y'all catch that? That had nothing to do with because a man has two arms, two legs, a head, two eyes, a nose, a mouth, and two ears, five, uh, two hands, five fingers in each hand, two knees, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Did you notice that they had nothing to do, the image of God had nothing to do with that? But that when a man's heart, when a man's mind is conformed 
in some degree to the image of God. Then when God looks at us, he's seeing a reflection of himself because we're following his way of doing things, not our own way. That what feels good or convenient or comfortable to us. I just wanted to recast that. Definition number two for the word holy from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Hallowed, consecrated, or set apart for a sacred use or the service or worship of God. Y'all catch that. Definition number two of holy is to uh, a, uh, set apart to a sacred use or to the service or worship of God. Signify to that truth, that word is truth. St. John chapter 17, verse 17. Make them holy by the true word. Your word is the true your word is the true word. Uh, the Lord of the heavenly armies. He's the, he's the one you are to regard as holy. Let him be the one whom you fear, and let him be the one before whom you stand in terror. Remember that I, the Lord Almighty, am holy. I am the one you must fear. I am the only one you should fear and respect. I am the holy God, the Lord all-powerful. Are we catching some of these concepts, brother and sister? Am I able to make this clear enough? So when we come back now to St. John chapter 17, verse 17, and we read the, the, the King James Version, sanctify them through that truth, that word is true. Then we read the same verse in the Bible in basic English, make them holy by the true word. Your word is the true word. Make them set apart. Make them separate. Make them perfect in the moral sense by your true word, which is given precept by precept, precept by precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. That those who follow you and fear you, respect you, understand that you're holy, that you're set apart, you're not any, like any other God, any other worship. They should be conformed into your image, Father. Continuing with the, the common English version Bible for St. John chapter 17, verse 17. Your word is the truth. So let this truth make them completely yours. If we're going to be holy by following God's word, which is written here a little, there a little, precept on precept, precept on precept, rule upon rule, rule upon rule. This time we got to do it this way. Next time we got to do it that way. God's word is the truth, and God's word is pure. So from the common English version of the Bible, it says, your word is the truth. So let this truth make them completely yours, that, that no one else does things the way the Lord God does things. Let them be completely yours as, they follow, as we follow God's word, precept on precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. 
by this rule with this rule. Do it this way this time, now follow this rule that time. By doing it that way so we can be completely God's, the Lord God Almighty. We, we, he completely owns us. We, we are becoming holy like him. He doesn't do anything like no one else, no other God in the, anywhere. So in following him the way he laid it down, we're not going to do things like anybody else in the world does things. For as much as we want to say, no one else does it this way, so I don't see why I should have to do it this way. Why well, I got to follow that rule? No one else does. That mentality is what got us kicked out the promised land in the first place. The Good News Bible, the GMB, the Good News Bible, for St. John chapter 17, verse 17. Dedicate them to yourself by means of the truth. Your word is the truth. Are we catching this? this, this, this uh, is this resonating with anybody? Dedicate them to yourself by the means of the truth. Your word is the truth. So what's it saying? Dedicate them to yourself by your word. When they follow your word, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, uh, line upon line, line upon line, here little, there little, by this rule this time, by that rule that time. That this how the disciples will be dedicated, made holy and conformed into the image of God by following God's word. Here little, there little. All right. Uh, my time is getting short. Uh, St. John chapter 17, verse 17, from the GMNT. Now, give me one second. I, uh, I was kind of forget the exact uh, what this means. It's the Jonathan Mitchell New Testament. The Jonathan Mitchell New Testament. All right. When we look at St. John chapter 17, verse 17, from the Jonathan Mitchell New Testament, this is what it reads. Set them apart or make them different from the norm. So to be made holy, to be made sanctified, to, made, to be made true means set them apart or make them different from the norm within the midst of the truth or in union with and centered in reality. Set them apart and make them different from the norm uh, that they might be centered in reality. Your word or logos exists Bring truth or your thought, idea, and express message of divine rational meaning and purpose is reality. I know it's wordy, but damn, it makes sense. And, and putting all these kind of these, these things together, damn. They have to be the signified to that truth, that word is truth. Set them apart or make them different from the norm. The Good News Bible, dedicate them to yourself by means of the truth. Your word is true. 
So let this truth make them completely yours. The Jonathan Mitchell New Testament. Set them apart or make them different from the norm within the midst of, of the truth or in union with and centered in reality. Your word or logos exists. Bring truth or your thought, God's thoughts, your thoughts, your ideas, and your express message of divine rationale, meaning, and purpose is reality. Again, if we're putting these three series that we're going over so far as we get rid of it, to wind this one up today, the importance from part one of being that workman, study, to show yourself approved unto God, that workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, accurately going through the, the, the steps, going through the steps with precision, going through this, his word and these scriptures with, with, uh, in a straight line, and having to put that work in, understanding that it is precept on precept, precept on precept, rule upon rule, rule upon rule, do it this way, do it that way, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, if we're not going to put that work in, uh, what we're doing is going to make is going to be ashamed. We're not going to be doing the right work. And this is how God wrote this Bible. This is how God presents His Word. And we're not going to follow the steps. We're not going to follow the rules. We're not going to follow how how uh, He laid it down. We're not going to get it. We're not going to remain holy. We're not, we're not going to be dedicated to God alone. We're not going to be conformed to his thought, his ideas, or his way of doing things. We're not going to be conformed to his reality, to his rationale. We're not going to be set apart. He can't use us. And we're going to fall backward and be snared and broken. We're going to be ashamed. We're not going to be consecrated or set apart or to, uh, uh, for the service or worship of God. I'm sorry, brother. I'm getting some, I'm getting some text in. But I think I'm, I'm, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna end today's class with it, uh, on this note right here where we just ended. All right, I think we're gonna end it on this right here. Now I know that the the, the, the topic, the title of the series um, is to deny the true birth of Christ. I know that's the, the, the title of the topic, and I know that it would seem like so far what we're going over has nothing to do with the true birth of Christ. What I'm trying to establish, brothers and sisters, 
is if we're not going to go through these scriptures correctly, precisely, accurately, to really get God's message, understand what's going on, then the work we're going to put in, what we're believing in, is going to be wrong. If we're not going to put the work in to follow the precepts, the rules, the 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 um, light up online, light up online. We got to get a little bit from here, a little bit from there. There is no way we're going to understand the true birth of Christ. There's no way. And there's no way we're going to be worshiping Christ the way God intended, the way God prescribed, the way God wants us to. There's no way. What we think we're doing right and how we observe or, or, or worship or acknowledge Christ or God is going to be 100%, 180 degrees, completely away from how, the way we should be going. We're going to be going in the very opposite direction. Or like we was going over yesterday, in some of the scriptures we were going over yesterday, that um, we're going to pr- pr- proceed in more vain babbling and that our talk is going to be foolish discussions. That what we're saying, we're coming up with, ain't going to mean a damn thing. It's going to be a lot of babbling. It's going to lead to more ungodliness. It's going to lead to, um, uh, again, foolish, dis- foolish discussions, which are going to drive us further away from God. Um, it's going to, uh, we're supposed to shun, uh, not, not that one, um, that we're supposed to keep away from worthless and useless talk. Uh, it only leads people further away from God. Avoid irreverent, empty chatter, which will only lead to more ungodliness. But make or take no part in wrong and foolish talk. For those who do so will be further, will go further into evil. So if we're not going to do this the right way, brother and sister, and really go through these scriptures the right way, and really get God's knowledge and God's understanding and dealing with the birth of Christ, then everything we're talking about is going to be empty. It's going to be empty chatter. It's going to be profane. It's going to be foolish. Which is only going to drive us further away from God. It's going to drive us further away to ungodliness and how we think we should be worshiping God or respecting Christ. So, yeah, we're climbing slowly through this. I know for a lot of people, they don't want to have to deal with the patience involved with this. I get that. And all I can do is apologize. All I can do is apologize that, that that's where your mind is at. That, 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 that that's where you're at. I'm not going through this just to make it un, uh, uncomfortable for you. All right? But I want to make sure from the three-part series that we're on so far, are we doing what God is saying and the way God is saying it? Are we letting God be our terror? Are we separating God the way he wants to be separated? Are we really going through these scriptures? Precept upon precept, precept upon precept, rule upon rule, rule upon rule, command upon command, command upon command. Do it this way that time, do it that way this time. Line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little, so that we can be refreshed. So we can understand the rest that God is talking about. Or are we refusing to hear so that 
this becomes very confusing. It don't make no sense. It, 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 it's, uh, I don't get it. I don't see it. Why is it got to be this way? Okay. Wide is the road that leads to destruction. Narrow is the path that leads to righteousness, leads to the kingdom. All right. So with that, brothers and sisters, we have an, another. Uh, we, we've come to the end of an, another episode. Uh, we've come to the end of another episode, and today does happen to be Thursday. Today does happen to be Thursday. And with today being Thursday, uh, we do invite you to please check out uh, on Facebook Facebook Live tonight, starting at. Facebook Live tonight starting at uh, uh, get it right, Rashawn, 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have uh, Sword of Truth, uh, Sword of Truth Norfolk, um, a Stream of Wisdom Norfolk. Sorry, Stream of Wisdom Norfolk. Uh, we'll have fast tonight uh, live on Facebook. We invite you please check it out. Um, Just making a post here real quick. Uh, we invite you to please check it out. And uh, join us again tomorrow night, uh, being Friday night, for uh, Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with your brother Bonafide. And that will be starting approximately 8 p.m. tomorrow night. If you have any questions about anything that, that any of my classes or anything I might be going over, please don't hesitate to, to text me, area code 210-784-8463. Please Text me your question, and I'll get back in touch. If you call me and I already have your number locked in my phone, I'm not going to pick it up. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, that's something my wife really hates about me um, and other people. Um, not just throwing her under the bus, but pick up the phone. It might be an emergency. It might be this. Um, yeah, it might be. But, again, if you call me and I already have your number locked in my phone, I'm not going to pick up. Right, I'm not gonna pick up. That's just how I get down, All right? Uh, but you can text me. You can just text me the question, and I got you. And I'm sure, uh, uh, brother Tazapa, Pa, uh, for any of the things that he's going over, you can definitely contact him. Air code three one eight. As many times as I call this man's number, um, <laughs> give me one second, y'all. I don't want to mess it up. Uh, 314-482-9110. I brain farted that one. Yeah, please read up to the Brother Tazapa. Any question you got at all about anything, please hit him up, Eric code 314-482-9110. So for uh, uh, Bible Talk, uh, my name is Mashaba. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully this was informative uh, and, and uh, insightful. And with that, I'm going to say Shalom. Shema
Shoot.